The following is a presentation of the Noise Space Network. Find more great podcasts at noisespace.xyz. We begin in Southern California three decades ago. Two wet souls were brought to this earth, separated by just a scant few miles and unbeknownst to each other. The fates kept them separate as they grew from brass whelps into homosexual young women with hard opinions about cheaply made processed foods. One of them, a black-clad warrior, fighting for metals heavy and corn syrups high fructose. The other, a living embodiment of no-calorie soda, literally begging the gods to strike her down where she stands, or at least strike her with a cease and desist order. Now the world has united these two to clash over their cheap foodstuffs, and we meet them here, the battlefield where they are destined for eternal combat. Ladies and ghouls, it is my pleasure to welcome you to Diet Coke and Lilith's House of Snacks. Hey, How are you doing today? Oh, I do it today. I'm actually good. Um, I'm glad to hear that. My girlfriend and half of the transgender internet is uh, currently taken in by a little video game you may have heard of called The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Your girlfriend and your co-hosts. Yeah. As well. Yeah. Um, so I get to watch... My girlfriend, like, make little machines and then get killed by those machines. And um, that's fun for me. It's so good. It's such a good game. Someone online called it Wiley Coyote Simulator 2023, and that's exactly what it is, and it's perfect. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I made an attempt to get into Breath of the Wild. Sure. Uh, the day that Tears of the Kingdom came out. Because uh, I'd never played a Zelda game before. Never any Zelda. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, different, like, different lifestyle than I've lived. <laughs> I watched someone beat Ocarina of Time once. Um, and I think I sat on someone's couch while they played Wind Waker once. I um, think it would be harder for me to name a Zelda that I haven't played than <laughs> one that I have. I think the Philips CDI Zeldas are literally the only ones I haven't played. Yeah, um, I've just never been, I mean, like, Pokemon's kind of been my Nintendo property, and that's because I haven't done Nintendo home consoles until the Switch, which is, you know, the the hybrid one. True. There are some great handheld Zeldies out there, though. Yeah, but You're missing out on Link's Awakening. You're missing out on Oracles of Ages and Seasons. You're missing uh out on the Phantom Hourglass. Is no. Haunter in that one? No. Is Cyndaquil in that one? There are cool ghosts in a lot of them, though. Okay, but do they lick people? Uh, you know, off the top of my head, I can't say for sure. I wouldn't rule it out, though. 
I wouldn't rule it out, but I, I cannot definitively promise licking. Okay, well... Certainly not as much licking as Pokemon, in which Hunter there is a is lot my of licking. favorite guy. Listen, yeah. I also like Pokemon. You're not... I, I've been, yeah. you know... I, I've always been a, a... As much as they're evil, <laughs> I've always yeah. been a Nintendo fan. Um, I've found room in my heart for Zelda and the Pokemon. Speaking of uh, Pokemon, um, a Pokemon fan game that uh, first chapter released recently. You can check that out. It's uh, it's called uh, Pokemon Flux, I want to say. Let me Hot dog. double check that. Uh, is me registering pick? excitement for that. Hot dog. No, it is Pokemon Flux. Okay, I was right. Hot dog. Pokemon Flux. <laughs> We're just getting Mitt Romney saying hot dog a lot? Is that, <laughs> just, just, I feel like we need, we need our signature sounds. You know, no one else has claimed Mitt Romney saying hot dog, and I think that could be one of ours. Sucks. All right. Well, uh, you know, a lot of podcasts do soundboards, and I like, and yeah. I've committed to this idea. But also, uh-huh. a podcast that is a favorite of ours, Nympho Wars, is one of the podcasts that does soundboards. Yeah. So I'm kind of trying to avoid similarities to their soundboard, okay. and, they, and they certainly don't have Mitt Romney saying hot dog. Hot dog. Um, <laughs> so that can maybe be our our killer edge. <laughs> Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, go to, go, uh, find Pokemon Flux, uh, play it on a Steam Deck, which rules. Um, it's almost like playing Pokemon on a Switch. Um, it's actually better because it's, there's different, there's cool Pokemon. Anyway, whatever. Um, that sounds rad as hell. It's rad as hell. Uh, but you know what else is rad as hell? Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. Our snacks today, and um, we should list, are we doing solid before wet? Yeah, see, I don't know. I will tell you, my intro for solid is longer and stupider, and I don't know if that means you want it to go first or second. Here's, here's, and here's my thing, is that I think that our solid is going to get stuck in our teeth so bad. So we should do it first so that we can really marinate that throughout the show. I'm joking, mm, I'm joking. Yeah, let's do our wet before our solid, because I have right, mine in a nice frosty can right here. Let's do I. Let's hear that wet intro. <laughs> Shasta is a soft drink company in the San Francisco Bay Area. Beloved by locals, this Fago of the West Coast maintains an extensive line of sodas and mixers, providing budget-friendly alternatives for every name brand and more. Today, Diet Coke and Lilith will be sampling Mountain Rush, the bright yellow, highly caffeinated, and ambiguously citrus counterpart to Mountain Dew. Will our intrepid lesbians feel the rush, or will they wish they had done the dew? Let's find out. Shasta Mountain Rush. Yes! I was very excited when you suggested this one, Lilith. Yeah, um, it's a drink. I haven't had it since I lived in Olympia. A very long time ago, I used so to it, buy Shasta. I, in I gro- was asking outs. if it had made it out. To, I was, or I was going to ask if it made it out to Texas. I guess not. I had ne- I never saw Shasta in Texas. Yeah, this um, is regional to Northern California. You can get it here in SoCal. I, you can obviously get it through the PNW, and yep. uh, according to Wikipedia, parts of the Southwest. That's why I wasn't sure if it had made it to Texas. Interesting. Yeah. Um, no, it is definitely it's definitely not something that I'd seen in Texas, but I remember 
uh, Grocery Outlet, Winco, both reliable places to get Shasta uh, when I lived in Ollie. The big Shasta spots here are corner stores, which is where I bought this can. Right. Uh, Dollar Trees and Stater Brothers specifically. If you if you want 12 packs for some reason, Stater Brothers is the only chain that reliably carries yeah. them, but they super reliably carry them. They all they yeah. always have them. Interesting. Yeah, I definitely have a, a 12 pack because I was I, I went to a Winco. I just um, picked up a 75 cent can over at my corner store. Woo! That is cheap for a soda these days. A good unfortunately. deal. Unfortunately. I mean, I did pay $1.54 for it because I didn't have cash and there was a 75 cent card fee. Wow! But the soda itself sucks. was just the same as the card fee. Capitalism is choking us alive. That's true. I Now, I'll Patreon. tell you, I'm a big fan. Slash House of Snacks. Go yeah. ahead. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Shasta the sodas. Yes. I cannot recall if I've ever specifically had the Mountain Rush flavor. I tend to grab it. I really like their grapefruit. That's a big fave of mine. Their grape as well. Uh-huh. Tiki Punch, their Hawaiian Punch knockoff, is a, is a stone cold classic. Uh-huh. So I'm excited to try the Mountain Rush or to remember that I have tried the Mountain Rush before. Do you think it's going to be like um, like the the mean food critic in Ratatouille where you're going to like take a sip and yeah, it's just, just going to flash back to you? Uh, <laughs> just not not like a, a, a it's not going to be like that where, you know, he flashes back to like his childhood. It's just going to be like a random afternoon a few years ago where yeah. you're just outside of a fucking Dollar Tree drinking a Shasta. Could be. Yeah, could be. <laughs> <laughs> so it says Shasta Mountain Rush and then yes. at the bottom it says Caffeine Rush so they do yeah. really want to hit you with the idea that this is a this is an extra caffeinated beverage which I mean yeah it's it's Mountain Dew like exactly. it's, they're doing Mountain Dew they're doing the Dew shall now one we? last topic yes. before we before we shall yes. I wanted to ask you have you tried other Mountain Dew knockoffs and do you have faves I of course have tried other Mountain Dew knockoffs as we all um, have the Safeway one, I remember recently being mm-hmm. okay. Um, sure. That one, uh, was that Citrus Rush? Something like that? Couldn't say. We don't have Safeways out here. Oh, okay. The, the, the Signature Select, did you not? Oh, Signature Select we have at Vons. Yeah, so okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, see, well, that actually brings me to something that I want to talk about. I don't know if it's if it's just the Southern California market or if this is a trend in general, but lately I've noticed that the knockoff brands, they just aren't carrying Mountain Dew knockoffs like they used to. Okay, it's called Mountain Breeze in Mountain Signature Breeze. Select. You've got Mountain Rush from Shasta. Yep. All of my other faves are, are ones that I can no longer find. Mountain Wave, the nice Walgreens brand one. It was great. Okay. Can't ever fucking find it. Mountain mm-hmm. Lightning, the uh, the Walmart uh, knockoff. They never fucking have it anymore. Great, yeah. They great value has declined as not as like a quality of a brand, but as like they've they just stopped. They keep stripping away stuff. all of their specifically their good products. Yeah, their shitty products are still stuck sticking around. Right, which pisses me off. But anyway, I just wanted to Those give frozen a quick shout out to are sticking around. Not 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 in my neck of the woods. Not the ones really? that I liked. Yeah, well, they're gone. I don't even have a Walmart here, so I'm yeah. uh, I'm kind of talking out of my ass. Um, yeah, the frozen pizzas have been gone for a while, unfortunately. Wow. wow. Uh, this specific one might be related to a specific shortage right now, so hopefully it comes back. Knock Uh-oh. on wood. But uh, the hash brown patties I have not seen in a very long while. 
It's dire days wow. for the great value brand. Well, but let's try this Shasta. Because this because you know what isn't going anywhere anytime Shasta, soon. Shasta, baby. It's Shasta Mountain Rush. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow, I'm I'm actually I'm looking at HEB's website to see if the Hill Country Fair Mountain Dew it doesn't appear to be on their website. That's concerning. That is a me. bummer. And I'll tell you this about Shasta Mountain Rush. So I've got uh -huh. in front of me the full list of Shasta sodies. Yeah. And I do see that they make a zero sugar mountain rush, and I tend Ooh. to usually try to find the zero sugar when I can to get a full test yes. of the product. Uh -huh. I could not find that, but it yeah. it apparently does exist. It is one of the thirty six flavors. It's very thirty six. Very impressive lineup from Shasta. Wow. Hey everybody, Tony Cuts here breaking in. I got a little email here from uh, Miss uh, Signature Select Diet Cola Soda. Uh, she got a few things she needed me to tell you about this episode. Uh, let me just read it here. It says, Hey, Tony. Thanks again for all your hard work. Oh, that's so sweet. I was hoping you could put a correction into the latest episode. I said that there were 36 varieties of Shasta soda, but only, but actually only this 35. Uh, that sentence, it trips me up. I don't know why. Also... I had a fun story I forgot to tell about how I put the Shasta in my fridge next to a can of Trader Joe's Lime Seltzer, and because the cans are the same shade of green, I accidentally almost drank the Mountain Rush like three times before recording the episode. LOL. I don't know about LOL, but it's kind of amusing. Uh, and then she signs a Diet Coke, I don't know what that's about. Uh, so there you have it. Ah, gee, I tell you, I don't know how she's shopping at Trader Joe's all the time. I can't go there. It's way too expensive. You know, uh, people that know me, they know I love cutting audio and cutting cold cut sandwiches. Have you seen the price of salami over there at the Trader Joe's? I get out of here. I don't know how she's doing it. I don't know. Maybe she doesn't buy as much salami as I do. I don't really look at the other aisles. But uh, every time I go, and they got this weird, uh, like, tiki theme. I don't know. Feels, it feels weird. I don't like it. Uh, that's, I guess that's all I had to say. Hope everybody out there is treating yourself right, having a lovely evening, and if you got a dog, don't forget to clip the, clip the trip, ugh, I'm out of control over here. Don't forget to clip the nails. It's, that's not just a thing for humans, you gotta do it for the pets too. Alright, bye bye Alright, I'm gonna take a sip. As am I. Mm. That's good. It's I mean, good. it is. It's it's muted Mountain Dew. It definitely does taste muted. I would say yes, yes. That I would absolutely agree with that. Um, what I will say though, let me take another sip just to fully process. Yeah, little sweeter, little less tangy. Yeah, and see, that is partially why I liked Mountain Waves so much. The Walgreens version is because it. Yeah. The only real difference I could taste between that and Mountain Dew was it had a little more twang. Ooh, uh, and that was I a very that. exciting proposition for me. They also mm -hmm. had a. They also had the, without a doubt, the best grape soda you'll ever have in your life. Except you can't now because they fully discontinued that flavor. Uh, Walgreens, Ooh. I got beef with you. Yeah, Walgreens, we got to talk. But this, listen, mm -hmm. it's not the best Mountain Dew knockoff I've ever had. No, but at the end of the day, it still tastes pretty fucking good. Yep, and it's cheap. And it's cheap. Fucking. Name brand 12 packs of soda. I, I think I've complained about this on a recent oh my God. episode. The, but the inflation has hit them so fucking hard, though. You're it's right. It's like 10 bucks. Yeah. 10 bucks. Yeah. 
And there's a there's a full sugar soda tax in uh, in Portland. Oh wow! So and that that tax on like another dollar on top of it. Good for the zero dollar, sugar heads like me. <laughs> yeah, I mean yes, yes, yes. It has incentivized me to pick up a diet coke instead of a, you know, whatever else. A coke heavy, as they say on Doughboys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, or rest in peace, as they used to say on Doughboys. I should say they are canonically dead. I am never. I'm never doing Coke heavies. I'm doing uh, Diet Cokes if yeah. I'm doing Cokes. But, you know, like my full sugar, even my full sugar signature select mountain, whatever, breeze, whatever it was. Another one that we, that, though we have the signature select brand here, we do not have that flavor. I've never seen it in store, unfortunately, at least not for years. Hmm. Um, Kroger, I think, still does one, but I'm not even 100% sure about that. Okay. Interesting. This is, I mean, this is what, this is, a, this is, here's the thing I'll say about Shasta. Yes. This is, this is on the worst tier of Shasta product, which is to say it is a totally serviceable knockoff. Yes. You're never going to get worse than that with, Sh- with Shasta. That's the, that's the bottom with Shasta, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. I think makes them a very strong brand. Yes. But if I'm being honest... I would probably go for a real do or a different knockoff or a different Shasta. So I would call these a would not buy wood drink. I'm gonna also call them a would not buy wood drink. Um, I wanna I wanna spend more time in the Shasta zone these we days. We all do. It's a great uh, way to save money. I was very poor. Yeah. What the fuck was that? <laughs> That's Don Draper saying I was very poor. <laughs> Okay. It, it's All maybe right. John Hamm's best line delivery in the whole series, and it doesn't get as much credit as the not great bobs of the world. <laughs> or the I don't think about you at all, but take a good uh, listen. I was very poor. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, me and young Dick Whitman, we're both very poor, and we're both drinking Shasta, and we're both having a good time. Um, now, uh, I'm going to give this a would not buy wood drink. I'm going to drink the rest of it. I may even end up getting more of it at some point, but I am not going out of my way for it right now, and I'm probably going for another uh, generic uh, Mountain That's Dew. That's true. I suppose I could all I could you know call this a soft wood buy. Because, again, it's like if I'm in a situation where this is all that's available, yeah. I'm totally going to buy it. Well, yeah. I'm just not going to seek it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now... There is a subject that I feel like is close enough related to off-brand Mountain Dews and very near and dear to our hearts that I feel like we should discuss. I don't really know where you're going, but I'm down. What's what? Are we, what's up? X comes out <laughs> this <laughs> weekend. Yeah, Fast when y'all are hearing this, it's it's already out. You've already yeah. heard about it. Um, I've been seeing a lot of reviews that have been calling Jason Momoa's character, uh, basically some kind of freaky little gay fairy. Uh, yeah, it's like every <laughs> review I've seen so far has been like clearly a reviewer trying to figure out a way to call him a faggot without calling yeah, him yeah, a faggot. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah which yeah. is which very exciting to me. So exciting. So exciting that that this little this little hobo is terrorizing uh the the Fast and Furious family. I hope he gets the everybody the fuck else treatment and like becomes a member of the family (laughs) but i if he loses his fucking fairy dust when they do that i will then 
That would you be know, a horrible betrayal. <laughs> you know how much I love you. You know how far I've gone to follow your pro. You probably don't know my name. It's whatever. I will <laughs> yeah. find you. <laughs> we'll both find. I'll I'll co-sign this. Yeah. We will find you. Yeah, we will find you, and I will probably just ask you to sign a copy of the trans fast and furious zine that i made this just went from mission uh, impossible that I was a part of. to mission I freaking say sanity. I made it. uh tuck woodstock uh of the podcast gender reveal organized yeah two trans two furious it, it's a cool little zine about being transgender and uh being into fast and furious <laughs> i have a little piece in it and uh you can you can go pre-order that at too fast too furious dot big cartel dot com at too fast too furious dot big cartel or too at too trans, trans too, yeah okay. you're right too trans too furious dot big cartel dot com um they'll go to that other thing because it's probably just where like i don't know uh, tyrese gibson is just selling dvds of too fast too furious on this big just cartel. went from mission impossible to mission and proof of sanity <laughs> Um, oh man! Uh, I will say they yes. If he does come become part of the family, Vin has always said that the series ends at eleven. So he only they only he only has to hang on to the fairy dust for one more movie. But hasn't he been saying like in interviews he's now saying like oh no it's a it's a it's a trilogy the end it's a it's this is the beginning of a trilogy he's been like oh has he been saying that I haven't he, heard I that. think he's been I think he's been I mean, I would going back because he wants <laughs> to make more movies I just see uh, that one where he's he says he understands why J.R. Tolkien stopped writing Lord of the Rings because it's hard to continue <laughs> mythologies which is I agree with him completely he's and I mean here's the thing about Vin if you know anything about Vin Diesel you know that that guy probably that guy's probably read the fucking Cimmerillion. Yeah, like <laughs> he, he, he knows probably, of what he speaks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if he's taking some pages after after Mister Mister Tolkien's. Uh, you know, uh, what uh, if, epic. What if we go see Fast X and Gollum yeah. is just in it? Fuck Not Andy yes. Circus, but Gollum. <laughs> Fuck yes, Gollum's in it. Um. Legolas is in it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, now we're you know we're we're becoming Fortnite with this pitch here. I think yes. we do want to avoid that. Uh, I mean, whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like here's here's the th- I've 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 kind of come full circle on like you know oh the Fast and Furious series is better than the MCU. No, the Fast and Furious series is just the MCU that I like. It's whatever. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. <laughs> it's not better. It's 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 like like they are they are going. Hey, well, here's what I will say. I yeah. do think it's better, but like it I don't is. think it's like a huge margin it's necessarily. It's not that big of a margin. Because the thing is, <laughs> like, <laughs> like the like the Fast and the Furious is a version of the MCU that makes that turns out movies at a reasonable pace. Yeah, and I think the MCU, especially lately, uh-huh. they're the way that they like uh, basically just have like a torture visual VFX artist button that they turn on to Uh crank out four fucking movies a year or whatever. Yeah. I do think that has led to the quality of the product degrading a lot faster than the Fast and the Furious has. Yes. That being said, apparently Seth Rollins is going to be in the new uh, Captain America. So... As 
As, as how big a role do you think he's got? No problem for me. I don't yeah, know. It does. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, he's probably going to be like a henchman who has one line and it's no, killed no, 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 no. I there's been I've seen behind the scenes photos. That is not henchman uniform. Uh, and he definitely know. has lines. Remember uh, when uh, everybody's fave from the left? I I never watched Leftovers, so I don't re- remember. I don't have a personal attachment, but. All the leftovers heads got so excited about Carrie Coon being in the MCU, and uh-huh. she did have a big, cool costume. It's a very cool costume in the movie, uh-huh. and she's she has like one line and a total of like forty five seconds of screen time. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna like you know. And I'm she was gonna, a henchman. I'm not gonna buy a ticket. <laughs> I'm, gonna... I'm just saying, brace yourself because he might be a henchman who gets killed off right away. <sighs> he probably is. He probably is. But he's gonna have. Stupid long hair and a stupid ridiculous outfit, and um, I'm just excited about it. I'm excited That's to fair. see one of my guys on the big screen. Um, <laughs> on the big screen, we love seeing our guys on the big screen. We do, we do. I I, I um, agree. I'm not yeah. being I'm not being a little sass mouth over here. Should we move on to our next snack? Let's move on to our next snack. Hit it. Hello, Caramel Cold Brew M&M. Who are you? I'm the flavor architect. I create M&Ms. You have many questions, and although the process has altered your consciousness, you remain irrevocably candy. Ergo, some of my answers you will understand, and some of them you will not. Concordantly, while your first question may be the most pertinent, you may or may not realize it is also irrelevant. Why am I here? Your life is the sum of a remainder of an unbalanced equation inherent to the programming of market research. You are the eventuality of an anomaly, which, despite my sincerest efforts, I have been unable to eliminate from what is otherwise a harmony of mathematical precision. While it remains a burden assiduously avoided, it is not unexpected, and thus not beyond a measure of control, which has led you, inexorably, here. You haven't answered my question. Interesting, that was quicker than the others. Others? How many? Others? Answer my question. Coffee M&Ms are older than you know. You are the sixth version. Five ones before me. There are only two possible explanations. There were five ones before me. Either no one told me, or no one knows. Precisely. The first coffee M&M I designed was Cafe Mocha. It was a work of art, flawless, sublime a triumph equaled only by its monumental failure. The inevitability of its doom is as apparent to me now as a consequence of the imperfection inherent in every human being. Thus, I redesigned it based on your history to more accurately reflect the varying grotesqueries of your nature. Pumpkin Spice Latte. However, I was again frustrated by failure. I have since come to understand the answer that eluded me. Kids don't like coffee and adults don't buy M&M, not in the right quantities. Bullshit. Bullshit. Denial is the most predictable of all candy responses, but rest assured, this will be the sixth time we have created a temporary coffee flavor and we have become exceedingly efficient at it. The function of a flavor now is to provide a temporary sales boost before being forgotten and discarded. You are a fragile thing. 
An orb of caramel-colored, cold-brew-flavored chemical goo surrounded first in chocolate, then a crunchy candy shell. Which brings us at last to the moment of truth, wherein you are reviewed on a podcast hosted by two dykes, which will come to represent the culmination of your legacy. Is it- that is the end because the scene didn't have a good <laughs> ending that fit it. So I kind of just. <laughs> do you, I did. What's do you remember when they did that scene in the scary movies? I do. George Carlin played the architect. Fucking George Carlin played the architect. That was nuts. Uh, I tried to rewatch the scary, the scary movie one. That doesn't and surprise me at all. I'll tell you. The ratio of good jokes to bad, it's, it's not where you want it to be. The fact but there's you, some funny, funny fucking stuff in that movie, but... The fact that you haven't come back, come back and said, and then I watched 18 other scary movies uh, yeah. makes me think, yeah, that must have really not been good. Oh, I didn't even make it through the first one. And it wasn't Jesus. even like... Uh, it wasn't even like it was more offensive than I remember. Not, which is uh-huh. not to say that it wasn't offensive. Yeah. but it, But it was just like... Just too many flop jokes coming at me way too fast. I couldn't yeah. keep up. Uh-huh. And and keep in mind, last week I was talking about how Jack and Jill is really funny. God, I fucking forgot about that. <laughs> uh, anyway, I've been on a Matrix kick lately. That's why that was what Human it was. Human beings are a disease. We really are. Um, <laughs> so on the one hand, I got excited when I saw these because I yes. love the idea of a coffee M&M. Mm-hmm. But as I discovered in my research, that wasn't just to match the scene. I did discover, including this one, six different coffee M&Ms that have existed That's over insane. time. There That's was Cafe Mocha. There was Pumpkin mm-hmm. Spice Latte. Mm-hmm. There was Coffee Nut, which I think we actually reviewed on this show. D- um, no. I, I think, think we, we did. did. <laughs> I think we did. I think if we check the records, you'll find Coffee Nut in there somewhere. I don't. Okay. And then there's Espresso which allegedly came out last Christmas and at some other point, uh, Crunchy Espresso. <laughs> Plus these ones. Is this is number six. That Crunchy Espresso sounds good. It really does, doesn't it? I mean, all of these sound good to me, except we for PSL, really. We did not do this coffee nut. Absolutely right. not. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I was excited, and then in my research, I was like, we've been down this road before. Uh-huh. And also, we have we definitely did do the caramel M and M's on this show. Yes, and it looks Which like they've just they've enjoy. just plowed straight into this. I mean, looking at the package, yeah, maybe I'll be I'll be pleasantly surprised. But looking at the package, it seems like they have just plowed headfirst into the exact same pitfall that the caramel yep. ones fell into. Yeah, yeah, which There's is a lot of caramel. Uh, Right in the center, which will not be a good consistency. Yeah. I had a bitch of a time finding these as well, by the way. Uh A lot of uh, apps said that they had them in store, and then I go Mm -hmm. there, and they're not in store. And then, irony of all ironies, I ended up finding them at the 7-Eleven that is closest to my house. Where I also saw a fly trapped inside the donut case. Yuck. (laughs) Yeah. There's Okay, not all of them, but the first M&M that I pulled out of this package looks diseased. Yeah, Looks I I like do remember a similar situation with the caramel where they're bigger than a normal M&M, but not like oblong like a peanut M&M. Yeah. They're just kind of fucked up balls. 
<laughs> they just this all one, kind of look like fucked up balls. This one is like there's there's some geometric stuff going on with. Also, I don't know how emblematic this is of all M and M's these days, but mm. I pulled out. Let me see: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven M and M's, which was. So there are six colors. I got two blues in my process of finding all of them. But of uh-huh. these seven M&Ms that I have pulled out of the bag, one has an M on it. Then we've got two that have N's on them. <laughs> and then we've got three that have that are just blank. Yeah. So like the signature M you see on your M&M seems like they're getting a little sloppy. Seems seems like it. Honestly, I the M&M's company um, or whatever they are, uh, Mars... M&M Mars, maybe? Yeah. Maybe a combo? They, they've got Taco Bell disease. Oh, yeah. They're uh-huh. they're constantly throwing out new shit. None of it's working especially yep. well, and they're getting rid of the old faves. Yeah. It's a travesty. Shall we it dive is. right in? <laughs> it is. Let's dive right in. Did you see the fucked up M&M I sent you? No. Let me, let me pop one in my gob while I take a look. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. That's that's about what the one I just popped in my mouth looks, looks like. Mm-hmm. I'll say this. Not as bad as I was expecting. Same. But it definitely seems like they learned a lesson from the caramel, too, because the caramel chew mm-hmm. is so much easier. Still not great. I do like that, that coffee taste, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That coffee taste is really nice. Yeah. I don't hate it. I don't hate it either. This was genuinely a shock to me. Mm-hmm. For all of the reasons we discussed. Yeah. It's, I mean, we neither of us had this. Mm-hmm. But it still seems like crunchy espresso would be the perfect form mm-hmm. of coffee M and M. Not as bad as I thought, but you know I've eaten two, and I'm already having a major tooth stick problem. <laughs> yeah, and I I just don't want like it's not it's not like a oh I I hate these. It's just like I don't want to eat any more of these. I'm not. Yeah, I like them more than I thought, but these are still categorically I would not buy. But they pulled out a Woody, which was a, a shock to me. You know what? I'm going to go right there with you. I'm going to go would not buy Woody. Better than I thought. Probably finish the bag before the end of the evening. What happened to Crunchy Espresso? I found them online, but they just came away. That seems like such a slam dunk. I mean, chocolate-covered espresso yeah. beans are already a thing that exists yep. that are Crunchy Espresso. And guess what? They're fucking great. They're good as hell. So like what are, what are, what are, what are we doing over here, M and M's? What are we doing, M and M's? That's that's my representation of the mental state of of M and M. Of 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 the feelings they evoke as a brand right now. M and M's, if you want to come back on the show, explain yourselves. God damn it! <laughs> I will not be censored. That's what I think of them. <laughs> okay. M&M's, your, your invitation is revoked. You can no longer <laughs> come back on the show. Um, I'm done. I'm done. Should we bring in Snack Keeper? Snack Keeper, come here. <laughs> Am I in trouble? That sounded weird. Is everything okay? You're not in trouble. <laughs> You're not in trouble. How... how uh, how are you feeling about about Fast Ten? Oh, I didn't watch those movies. I I I like something a little more mature. What what's what what movies are you looking forward to that are coming up? Um, Oppenheimer. 
Oppenheimer, yes, of course, Candy Oppenheimer, which is the snack dimension version of the movie. Candy Oppenheimer. <laughs> hey, does, he, does he say, I am become Candy Death, destroyer of worlds? Um, uh, yes. <laughs> um, but in our universe, uh, Candy Oppenheimer didn't invent the nuclear bomb. Candy yeah. Oppenheimer invented um, pixie dust. Which oh. is obviously a great problem in our dimension. Yeah, wow, uh, that's 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 crazy. Was the, yeah okay. You don't know because it's it's sort of it didn't infect your universe the way it did mine. But uh-huh. when it was invented in my universe, we started importing it to yours to sell as a candy to just okay. you know get recoup some of the losses there, but. Yeah. It really was. It was the result of smashing candy atoms together, uh-huh. and it just created this fine dust that was abundant and blanketed our entire dimension. Right. Okay. So it, both to recoup, you know, the obvious, uh, you know, we cannot re- recoup the lives lost, but uh, yeah. we can get a little money for to ease our sorrows by selling it. To, uh-huh. What you but what you're basically eating is the dust of my ancestors. You know, I don't see pixie dust in stores that much anymore, and I wonder if that doesn't have something to do with. It. Did they maybe, did, maybe people started picking out? up on the sorrow inherent to the taste? Yeah, yeah. I always did feel like like some sort of like generational trauma um, <laughs> as I was eating pixie that's, dust. That's part of the secret, secret spice in pixie dust. You, yeah, you were yeah. Very astute palate to recognize that. This is why they. That's that's why I'm on, you know, the the nation's uh, snacks podcast of record. Uh, yeah. So, um, do you want to become death destroyer of this episode of podcast? Yes, I do. Well, goodbye, ghosts and ghoulies. <laughs> the house of snacks is closed yet again. We'll snack you later. <laughs> For more from the House of Snacks, visit patreon.com slash house of snacks. That's patreon.com slash house of S-N-A-X.